Welcome to the Exercises for Everyone podcast, where we talk about all things related to exercise, regardless of having limitations or not. Our guests provide information, insight, and inspiration to get you moving and keep you going. My name is Wendy Kleinke, and I am your host. So let's get started. Welcome. Today, I have acupuncturist Stephanie Cotter with us today, and she is going to talk to us about Qi Gung. Stephanie, welcome to the Exercise is for Everyone podcast. I'm really excited for you to come on and share with us about this different kind of exercise because I've never been exposed to it before, and it sounds so intriguing to me. So welcome. How are you today? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited as well to be here. Great. So I know you're an acupuncturist and you've recently started using Qigong with some of your patients. Can you please like kind of, what is Qigong? (laughs) Great question. Um, Yeah. So Qigong is considered really like a branch of Chinese medicine. So it comes from Asia and it's a form of movement. Um, I call it, I describe it as movement flowing with the breath. So it's it's slow movement. It is kind of like Tai Chi. I describe it to people if they don't know what it is. Most people have heard of Tai Chi, which is this slowing, slow kind of flowing dance. And there's several parts that you'd have to learn to do a tai, tai Chi practice, almost like a choreography. So Qigong is just really simple to learn. It's like one or two movements over and over flowing with the breath, and then you'll move to like another set of movements. Um, so yeah, it comes from Chinese medicine. It Qi means energy, right? Or like vital life force. And Gong means generally it's described as like cultivation. So cultivation is like growing something through work. Like we cultivate plants, right? We, we grow them through the work. So it's simply growing your energy, your life force energy through the practice. And that's basically what Qigong is. Oh, I love that. Do, so yeah. yeah, please tell us some more. I mean, t- okay. tell me more. Like yeah, I have got me very intrigued right now. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, so because it's a branch of Chinese medicine, Chinese medicine is a like a form of medicine that balances energy throughout the body and helps energy flow better throughout the body. Um, through we often know as through through acupuncture. So, like through inserting these very fine needles, we can really course the energy throughout the body um, to balance it and to bring certain like healing to certain areas or organs of the body. So Qigong does the same. It just does it. It's something you can do on your own. So you don't have to go to anyone to have it done for you. And it really can help to um, balance the flow of energy in your own body and increase the amount of energy in your body. And so I love it for that reason. Um, And what else can I tell you? I mean, it's, it's, been around obviously for thousands and thousands of years, although many, a lot of people don't really know of it yet. I think it's gro- growing in some popularity in the um, here in the West, but it's something that's been practiced for thousands and thousands of years on this planet, um, which I think is really cool. Similar to yoga, 
And there's some overlap with yoga in the sense that it's not just for your body. It's very much also for your mind, for your spirit. Um, it can be done uh, really just by anyone, which is something I love about it, which you know obviously we'll get into later, but it can truly be done by anybody. It's done usually standing in one spot and just standing there. So you don't need to like get on the ground, up and down, which could be hard for people. You can even do it sitting because most of the movements are just arm movements. And then your legs are kind of like bending and straightening a lot. So there's this, almost like if you'd picture um, a martial art in slow motion, like there's a lot of this bouncing and flowing. And so any pretty much anyone can learn to do it. Yeah. So that sounds very like I know you're saying that it's energizing, but it almost seems like it would be calming or relaxing as well. So how does it make you feel? Yeah, that's a great point. And what I love about it is that it really balances you in any direction you need to go. So for people that are very low on energy or like have just been completely off their exercise or movement routine, it's a great way to come back into moving and feel your energy and feel your body start to um, uplift. But for people that actually find that they're very scattered or lack, lack mental focus, it can help them feel very grounded. And we, I do a lot where I say like actually connecting with the earth energy or connecting with the sky energy. So we're, we're using a lot of nature analogies, just like we do in Chinese medicine. And um, yeah, so it's, it's very calming. And I find that people feel after it that my, the classes I teach are in the morning. So after people feel like very ready for their day, like ready for their work and focused. And we do a lot of clearing, like clearing out old negative energy um, and then we bring in new life force. So there's a really like empowering feeling with that is that you don't feel stuck. Like people feel very empowered that they can shift their mental energy, their physical energy in any direction that we, that they really need it to go for that day. So how, how much time does it usually take to, to practice this? I mean, is this something that you could do? in multiple bouts throughout the day? Like if you were having, like, like as almost like a pick me up? Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's a great question. So the classes are, the classes they teach are half an hour because that's generally all that people need um, to, you know, to feel that boost in the morning. And, but the mini movements that I described that is like so simple movements that are chained together can be done throughout the day. And every once in a while I'll say, oh, like this is a movement you can do, do later to ground yourself if you're feeling low, to uplift your energy if you're feeling um, really kind of, you know, low energy or to, to ground your energy if you're feeling scattered is what I should, should have said before, if that makes sense. You know that's really interesting to me because it's it sounds like as you're talking to me about this, I'm thinking like instead of an afternoon cup of coffee, I know so many people who hit about 2 or 3 p.m. and it's like they're hitting a wall. Yeah. And as you're explaining this, it sounds to me like that would be such an easy way to just kind of regroup and re-energize very quickly I mean, am I am I along the right line of thinking with that? Yeah, absolutely. You're 
completely get that. Um, I will do it a lot, like in between patients, for example. I'll just step out and do this one movement where almost like I was describing as the beginning of a sun salutation where you bring your arms up and out. I wish I could show you, but like just imagine you inhale, you bring your arms up and out above you. And then as you exhale, you just bring them like down the front of your body, almost like you're pushing down. And I just feel just from that movement that I'll like bring whatever energy I caught from someone in a sense, like you, because you're if you're a sensitive person, you can feel that you're like hold, holding other people's energies around you, and it just like filters it away. Um, and then for more of a pick me up, you would literally just do the opposite movement. You'd bring your hands up the front of the body, like almost swiping up the front of the body, reaching them up to the sky, and then bringing them out and down beside you. And it feels like it. Um, I actually call this movement the natural facelift because I, as I'm describing it to people and I'm having them inhale their hands up their front of their body, I say like, feel it lift the muscles of your face and like smile on your face. And and people have said like, I feel that. I feel that I'm like, like my face went from like droopy to like up. And um, so that brings it back to that feeling that it's just very empowering that we can shift our own our energy and our own life force. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. You know, we were talking a little bit before the call and you had mentioned that this kind of sprung up as a result of, you know, our 2020 year here and all of the, the, I don't know, the craziness that has ensued this year. I'd love for you to kind of tell us about how, this came about how you started bringing this to your patients. Yeah. Yeah. This is an incredible example of like turning this, everything that was happening from a place of what's happening to me to like, what can I do with what's happening and make it, make the best of it. Right. So I, I have an ac- acupuncture practice, a private practice in New York, and I'm used to seeing like 30 patients a week. And then I had a suddenly close in March, just like many of us, um, close my doors, which was very painful in the beginning, of course. And then we just had to learn to live with it. Right. And so my patients were home, we were all home and I was every once in a while checking in with them and texting and making sure everybody was doing okay. And even for my own business, just right practice to want to stay in touch with your people. Um, and people were struggling, like people were not sleeping, the stress levels were crazy, um, the the actual physical health issues that they were coming to me for, pain and things like that were creeping back in and, and people that even generally are, do great with like getting out and exercising, they weren't, like they weren't able to go to the gym or the yoga or things like that. Everyone's basically walking, right? We were all walking. But besides that, not a whole lot. And um, I thought like, what can I do to to really help them from their homes feel almost like they had just walked out of an acupuncture treatment, which is, I don't know if I've ever gotten an acupuncture or if anyone on this and listening has ever had it, but generally you walk out feeling very balanced, like very kind of um, just what I described before, like uplifted, but relaxed at the same time and, and aware. And what I thought of was Qigong. It's something that I had just loved to do on my own. I didn't do it like regularly, regularly, but every once in a while, like I described at work in between patients or if I was at the beach and I just wanted to like, 
you know, we don't really, it's not fun doing, for me, at least doing yoga at the beach unless I have a nice thing to sand on because you're like getting down in the sand. And so I would just do Qigong that I learned in school, really, um, start doing these movements and loved the feeling I got. So I sent out an email to my mailing list and I said, hey, you know, f- is anybody be interested if I put together a Zoom call and you guys could get on and I could teach you this thing that would help you feel you know, hopefully re- release your some anxiety, some stress, um, get all the energy flowing throughout the channels, the meridians of your body, just like an acupuncture treatment would do. And at the very least, just do something for exercise and activity, right? And about five of them were like, yeah, let's, I would love to. So we started with this small group um, twice a week. And they would often say that they just felt... Um, definitely like a stress relief from the experience. And the the main thing I got back from people was that they felt more mental focus, um, which was really tough for them because they were working from home, right? And like the kids were going crazy. So this feeling of just focus, like clear, like what, what okay, what's next? And I could just focus on this one thing. And I think that's really hard for a lot of us. Um, so we started as this small group and some people phased out, other people phased in, and then the word started to grow and I put a couple little videos I did. I like shot a few videos of myself doing it. I put them out on social media and a couple of random people were like, what is that? Can I learn? Um, I had some family members join and now months later, I still teach twice a week and some days there's one person on and some days there's like seven or eight people on. You never really know who's going to show up. I don't have them register. I don't have them. It's free. I don't have anybody pay. I just feel like I just love to do it. I love knowing that there's people out there that are getting some benefit from it. So there's just this momentum going now with it, which I love. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes I find that that's just – all it takes is just a little bit and then it kind of snowballs into something different. So are you going to, do you have any plans for like implementing this into your practice? Um, I don't, I guess I never really thought about that. I, I opened up my practice again. So now I'm seeing my patients and they know that I do this. So every once in a while, one of those original from the group will pop back in. Um, but like I said, it's kind of morphed into like a different group right now. And I guess what I could do, I guess I really thought about it, is like give them more homework, you know, show people in person things that they could do on their own. Every once in a while I've done that. But yeah, I mean, that would be a great way to spread it to help people see like, okay, go home when you're feeling this or that and just do this one breath movement. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, it's, I just love how it sounds to me that you can have a whole practice of it and even make it a part of like your morning routine or your, your, you know, your bedtime routine, but you can also just pull out pieces of it to do like when you're feeling sluggish or when you're feeling scattered. And it sounds like you could really do it from anywhere. Is that right? Yes. You could do it from anywhere, wearing anything you know, your jeans, your work clothes, anything. Um, and, and, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember exactly your exact question, but it's absolutely something you can do in five minutes, in 30 seconds, really. You could just do three breaths with this one particular movement or a different movement and 
get some shift, you know, just immediately feel some kind of shift just from moving your body at all, right? I mean, moving in in any capacity is so good for us that I think people tend to be like, either I'm sitting, sitting, sitting all day, I'm going to like go crunch, you know, a boot camp in, and then I'm going to come back to sitting. And I'm such a big proponent of like, get out and move any way you can. Or even sometimes if you don't feel like moving, just lay on the floor, like put a yoga mat or a blanket down on the floor and stretch your arms above you and just see how your body wants to move. And I think people don't are so used to being told how to move that they don't realize that actually our bodies can really tell us how they want to move. And sometimes they don't want to run, you know, or to work out very hard. Sometimes our bodies just want to stretch, you know, or breathe. And, um, and so I, I do think it's a great thing to do before a different kind of workout when like you don't really feel like you have the energy up, you could say, oh, maybe I can try like three minutes of this breathing with movement and then see how I feel. And often you will have almost like you did a really good warm up. You'll be like ready to go and do the workout that you were hoping to do. So you had just said a whole bunch of really awesome stuff. I would love it if you would expand a little bit more on how you you can listen to your body like you you were speaking about how your body knows what it needs can you give us some tips on like how to kind of cue into that and how to like listen to our body yeah absolutely um one of the best ways that i tell people how is to you could do it sitting you could do it lying down you could even do it standing is to just put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest like over your heart and just breathe and just feel your body, like you're, you're rising and falling underneath your hands. And I'll often even tell people like send the – feel if they – imagine if they can send warm healing energy from their hands into their body. And um, there's the sense of connection with yourself just from doing that. And it's a really – you know, it's like a parasympathetic experience where your body turns from that fight or flight to – rest, digest, calm, heal, that kind of a feeling. So that's just one very simple thing you can do to tap back into your your body and your energy. Um, the other one, like I described, is some days when you just feel like a blob, you know, you don't feel like moving, but you also feel very stuck and stagnant, is just to lay on the floor. And either you could just put on music, you could do that breathing that I just said. But if you just kind of listen and say, what does my body feel like doing? You'll start moving. You'll start, maybe my leg wants to stretch or maybe I want to, you know, um, I don't even know. I can't even think of it. It's just you in the moment you will, you'll, you're, usually your body will tell you how it wants to move. Um, the other thing you could do is just put on music. I think I'm, you know, I, I, realized uh, during quarantine as well, like how important music was in my home on a regular basis and in my life, because I would think, you know, for example, if I was like doing, making dinner or folding laundry or something, usually I would just sort of power through and be thinking whatever random thoughts. And I started to try to pause and put on some music that made me feel good in that moment. And um, I would have like a little more of a dance throughout all of it and, or even just music and doing nothing, like dancing, music in the shower, music in the car. So music is a great way for us to connect to our body. Um, if, the, if you love music, you know, for some people, that's a really great way to tap into it. And 
trying to think of another one. I mean, there's, I think there's just so many. Yeah, that's a really interesting um, point that you bring up about the music. As you were talking, you were also mentioning quite a bit about um, breathing. And I was, it, it made me wonder if there, is there a certain way that you're supposed to breathe? Like, are you supposed to like inhale through the mouth or the nose? Does it matter? How does that kind of play a role? Because I know that breath work can be very important depending on the type of exercise that you're doing. Um, sometimes you want to breathe in different ways based, based on that exercise, like yoga and Pilates, like the breathing's kind of reversed. So mm-hmm. how does the breathing impact what you're doing? Um, well, from not as far as I know in Qigong, there's no specific way to breathe. It's the, the way that feels natural really, because you wanted to do it from a relaxed place. It's probably more similar to yoga and less Pilates where, you know, Pilates has that kind of tightening, I don't know to describe the right word, but whereas yoga, you really want to fill the belly. So we do a lot where we, I have people imagining they're breathing deep into their belly, even into their lower back, um, and really help people expand the, from the inside. So it's not so much as far as I know, like what you're doing in terms of your nose or your mouth, it's really more deep inside that just just allowing the breath to come in very deep so you can get oxygen. Um, you know, really like th- there's stuff we do muscularly for our breath, but I think at the end of the day, it's just about getting that oxygen to our brain and our body tissues for energy. Um, and people don't really often realize how important that is. And so that will be my number one um, question for people if they're tired is like, are you breathing enough? Or do you think you're breathing? And they'll usually we'll say, oh, actually, I don't think I am breathing enough. I'm like really tight. So the breath's not coming in. So um, occasionally I'll guide people to say breathe a certain movement. We'll breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth. And yeah, besides that, it's just making sure we can relax our body enough so that the breath can flow in. Because sometimes it's just muscular constriction and contraction that's holding our our shoulders are tight, our neck is tight, and then then our we're just not relaxed enough to be able to um, allow the breath to come in fully. And when it does, it's just it makes such a difference for people. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just following the natural breath. Does that coincide with like you t- you spoke about energy healing or, or like sending healing energy with your breath work? So is that like on the inhale or the exhale, or again, does it not really matter? Um, well, different things happen with the inhale and with the exhale. So often with the exhale, we're we're imagining that we're clearing out energy. So we're clearing out any kind of, like I said, negative or toxic or stuck, old, stale, stagnant, like all those words. I'll, I'll use them throughout the class. And so as we exhale, we're often really allowing those to either just float away or sometimes we're really with, our, with the movement we're doing with our hands, we're pushing it out. Um, to clear that from our body. And then when we've created that space, we bring in that healing energy. So healing part of it is the clearing. And then we can allow um, what I just call this universal life force energy to come into our body to energize us and to balance us. And um, we do that often through a combination of the inhale and whatever movement we're doing. 
So with that being said, um, I'm pretty familiar with energy, you know, like talking about energy, but I know that some people that might be listening might not really understand how the body holds negative energy and why that could be damaging. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I think we, a lot of us hold physical tension. Like I think people will be maybe more familiar with that idea that we all know we hold physical tension. Um, And tension, physical tension is just generally our muscles are working, like their muscles are contracting when they don't need to be. So we're holding our shoulders up tight or we're, you know, some people like clench their fists a little bit. And those are very obvious ones, but we're often holding tension in areas we don't even realize, like our our legs or something. And I tell people just let your muscles know that like they don't need to work right now and just see if you can just release everything into gravity. So that's muscular tension. And oftentimes we're holding muscular tension because sometimes it's just um, habitual or posture, but a lot of times it's actually because we are holding emotions in those places, emotions that we don't, part of us, it's all subconscious, but like part of us just doesn't feel like the the time or the energy or bandwidth or the capacity to process. Um, but we all, as we're going through life, will accumulate um, just the effects of certain emotions and experience we've had that can be held in certain areas of the body. And that relates to energy because I feel like that's a better way to, to it's a more easier way to understand negative energy. It's often just I think a combination of like physical tension, emotional um, accumulation, and you know sometimes people may even feel like there's a spiritual effects or something that we just haven't processed, and and everything affects our energy, and our energy affects everything. So that's really kind of what I mean by these negative energies. Is just like it could be something someone is still holding on from yesterday. You know, or it could be something some things hold, somebody's holding on for many years and they don't even realize. And one of the cool things about Qigong is that it really can help like flush that out of your body without you having to really often go into the whole analysis of it all or processing it of it all. It just does it for you um, to some degree. And yeah, and then healing energy is what is like feeling joyful, it's feeling uplifted, it's feeling expansive. All of those carry like a different energy and a different frequency and a feeling with them. So if people have trouble connecting with that idea of energy, it just could say positivity or love or light or, you know, there's a million different words for it, but all those feelings that are really positive and uplifting and healthy for you. So I love that explanation. And I've also found that holding negative energy can also have kind of long-term effects. So the releasing of the energy like you're talking about is important, not just to relieve muscle tension, but to like flush out. It's important to flush it out because if you're holding it in your body, you can actually create disease. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I love that you've kind of brought up how you can flush that out because I think that that's a concept that is very, very true, you know, when it comes to dealing with your energy and how movement and breath work combined can certainly help, you know, realign 
and keep you feeling good, you know, because like the definition or like the if you look at the word disease, it's dis-ease. So yeah. when you can keep your body at ease, you're going to be a lot healthier for it, I would say. Yes, absolutely. And I've been using that word a lot recently, actually. I, I started a Facebook group, and that's basically what describe it as like living a life of ease. So it's funny you say that um, because that – out of everything I would love to share, especially to women, I most workly most with women, is for them to find that sense of ease, right? Because there's often, um, I know experience for a very long time, that life felt just very challenging and very, um, the stress was so overwhelming. And, and to feel a sense of flowing through your day um, is a very wonderful feeling, right? It's something I think we, we just overlook as something that would be necessary or important is put it all on the back burner. Like I'll get to that feeling another time or later, but it's really now that we should feel that. And it just makes life um, more enjoyable. Um, I think it, all the things we were trying to like push ourselves to do actually come a lot easier when we learn to have that sense of ease. And it's something you really have to learn and keep reapplying day to day. Um, But I think that, that, yeah, doing it in a sense of like this container of qigong helps people feel oh this is what it feels like to move more effortlessly and have my energy flowing and often i'll tell people at the end of the class like rather than just rush into your next activity now that you're feeling this like whatever you're feeling see if you could just carry it with you into what you're doing next and so I'll often give them like that assignment and just see what happens and oftentimes they'll be like they'll say that whatever they were doing felt more relaxed so what's like really resonating with me as we're talking is that you teach people through Qigong an easy way to feel at ease. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good I way to love- describe it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it sounds like it's easy to do. You can do it anywhere. And that's exactly what it what it provides you with is a sense of ease and well-being. I love that. That it's just I love it. I love it. <laughs> Stephanie, what else would you like would you love to share with us? I mean, this conversation has just been I love it. I love it. So it sounds like like you've been talking about kind of instantaneous results, but what are like some long-term results from using qigong in your life on a regular basis? Well, I guess one thing I hadn't really mentioned was the actual physical benefits. So, you know, people might be, you know, wondering, well, you're just kind of standing, like moving a little bit. What could you possibly do on a physical fitness level? And I'll tell you that people find that they feel a lot more flexibility um, and strength and uh, balance coordination. So any benefit that you get from other exercise, you really can get from this. We use our arms a lot. So there's a lot of like toning and strengthening with the arms. And then the legs, as I described, are kind of like bending and straightening a lot throughout. So people don't realize just these little movements of the legs are very quite strengthening. Um, We do a lot opening up throughout the shoulders, throughout the hips, uh, without having to get into like deep, deep contorted positions, which is great. And I... Um, once again, going back to that theme of ease, it's that often through 
the opening, the relaxing, the just allowing is that that greater flexibility happens rather than through like pushing into a stretch. And so those are definitely benefits that people, you know, could, could get from it if they're looking for physical benefits. And I think over time, um, the stress relief really adds up, you know, the accumulated going to an activity similar to meditation where you're allowing yourself to go into that parasympathetic nervous state. And even if it's just for half an hour in the morning or whatever, five minutes here and there, and then you're back to life, which feels hectic and crazy, just allowing yourself those moments to pause um, to what I often describe as just like refill your cup or cool off or, you know, all those things that we we need to do, but often say like, I'll do it later, um, aren't just feeling, aren't just good to feel good in that moment. They really do accumulate over time to to prevent disease later on, you know, those stress-related diseases that can creep up on people. Yeah. And, you know, managing stress levels is really important. And I, for lack of a better word, I stress that to my clients on a regular basis because the body responds to stress the same way, regardless of what kind of stress it is. And excess amounts of stress can impact your hormones, which can then impede any kind of physical goals that you might have. So really having something that you can do to manage your stress in, in you know, on a daily basis in an easy way, I think is really important. And this is, this really needs a little bit more publicity, I think. That, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. When we're stressed, our immune systems go down. So I talk a lot about our immune system in the class. Um, in fact, you know, this isn't a whole other area we really haven't gone into, but but we do different movements actually at different seasons. So throughout the throughout the year, the qigong movements that we do change, and they change to coordinate with like the the season in a sense of like what we're working on in that particular season. So right now, as soon as we started to hit fall or the cooler weather up here in the Northeast, I started to do a lot to open what we call like the lung meridian, um, which just obviously benefits the lungs. But then we do certain movements that just, um, I describe it as creating like a protective shield around us to create this energy shield around us. So I tell people it's this like this force that they can, before they leave their house that they could do some, that is one movement I'll tell them like they can do, um, on their own. I'm like, do this before you leave your house and just pull up this protective shield around you to, to benefit you when you're heading out to the world. And, um, yeah, we can, we can do a lot to help other things long-term, like you said, um, balance our hormones just by de-stressing, boost the immune system, sleep better, digest. You know, we really have a lot of people, their digestion is thrown off just by the stress that they're under. So before they even change, have to change what they're eating or what they're doing. I mean, that's, that's important to look to as well, but just allowing your yourself to de-stress, however that works for you, um, can help your digestion. And so, yeah, every other area of the body is benefited as well. So you are talking a little bit about um, how the movements change with the season. I'm assuming that that is probably based not on the weather because people all over the world have a different climate. So how would somebody 
want to line that up? I mean, how does that get aligned? Like the, the change of the season, how does, how does that change if you're in a climate that's constant, like if you're close to the equator? So, um, according to Chinese medicine, there's actually five seasons. And so there's winter, spring, uh, fall, summer, and then there's a season called late summer, which we sort of just passed again up here in the Northeast, at least where summer feels like it's over, but it's not quite fall yet. It's like the harvest season. And the truth is that I let people know that they can do this in any climate because the the earth is undergoing these changes. So it doesn't matter if, you know, if really you're not, it's not like cold in the winter there, the, if, whichever hemisphere you're on, like either is in a winter or summer or spring or fall. So you can really do it just to align with the energies of the earth. And so each of these five seasons in Chinese medicine has a set of, um, organs, like the meridians of the of Chinese medicine, a pair, a yin-yang pair that are associated with this. So, so throughout the year, as the seasons change, we start to work on the organs associated with that season. So in the summer, it's heart and small intestine, but most of the stuff we do is like heart. So we do a lot of movements that are like super opening up in the chest and a lot of the I use a lot of metaphors in my class to help them like envision what they're doing with their body and with their energies, but we do a lot to open the heart. And now, um, and then late summer was the organs of digestion of spleen and stomach. So we moved a lot of energy down more, a little further down in the body, like getting that centered feeling, um, kind of strengthening our, our energy in that area. And now we're in fall. So we are working on the lungs and so we work a lot more into the chest. Um, I, ex- I actually often explain to people where the channels are running on their body. So when they know we're doing this movement or that stretch, that they can really send their, really just send their intention and their attention down into that area of the body. Like it's usually down a certain arm or leg um, to help energize the flow more there. Um, if that makes sense. And then, like I said, it's winter and spring. Each each season we work on a different, really focusing on a different area of the body to b- really benefit, um, optimize our health at that time. That's just fascinating. Stephanie, this has been so enlightening. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. I am sure that people listening are going to want to get in touch with you because this is so interesting and it is just such an easy way, especially for someone who may be a little intimidated by exercise. This would be a great way, I think, to ease your way into it. I I just keep Mm -hmm. going back to that word. But um, how can people get in touch with you? What's the best way to find you? Um, probably they can go to my website. So that's just stephaniecotter.com, uh, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-C-O-T-T-E-R, Stephanie Cotter. I actually have a page on there right from the navigation that says Qigong. And the link, the Zoom link is right on my website. So people don't have to, at this point, even register, like I said, pay anything. I mean, at some point I'm probably going to be leading this into some kind of a subscription or a library, but for now people can just go to my website and join my classes, which are 7.30 a.m. Eastern, Tuesday and Thursday. So the, the schedule is on the, the um, website as well. So I know it's it's pretty early and it's probably 
too early for anyone past like central time, unless they really, you know, are like super early risers. Um, so I created it mostly, like I said, at the beginning for my patients before they went to work. Um, it's an incredibly energizing way to start your day. So it's just from 7.30 to 8 a.m. And so people can come right to class if they want to check it out. Um, that's my website and my, my email and phone number is on my website. And then the other thing, if people were interested in is to, it's like I said, I have a Facebook group that I talk about all of the stuff, like the seasons. I talk about not only movement, but like eating for each season. And in fact, we just finished a five day fall reset cleanse where I talked about what are the best foods according to Chinese medicine for your body right now and um, and movements and mindset and emotions and even things like that. So um, my Facebook group as well, which is the group is called Woman in Flow, um, which is like we were describing throughout this time is just the idea of creating flow, not just for 30 minutes of exercise, but seeing how we can incorporate the feeling of flow and ease and balance throughout our day. That's amazing, Stephanie. Again, thank you for jumping on here with us today and educating us on what Qigong is and how it works and who it helps. This has been a a very intriguing conversation for me at least, and I really appreciate you taking the time today. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it was really fun. It was very interesting to talk about it rather than just do it. Um, but I, I'm so happy to share this with people. And I thank you for having this platform to, to do this and to speak about how we can all be exercising and moving more. One more thing before you go. As a fitness professional, I have a great love of exercise and a passion that there always be a space for people to get together and enjoy the types of exercise that they love. If you're interested in learning tips and strategies to help you build a fitness community of your own, please join us on Facebook. We have a free group called The Lifted Community where we talk about these ideas. Just search The Lifted Community on Facebook. I'm looking forward to seeing you there.